Every day, you make decisions that affect you and the people you care about. So do your elected officials. That's why elections are so important, because you are picking the leaders who will make choices that directly impact you and your community. Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased election information, whether you're registering to vote or learning more about your local candidates. Your vote is your megaphone. Use it to pick the leaders you trust. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on Election Day. Moving forward. Aloha, Kako. How's it, everybody? We're back with the Maui Weekly, and here we are with the announcements. Poets Maui is presenting Bent November 4th through the 20th. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m., Sundays at 2. Set amidst the decadence of pre-war fascist Germany, Bent is an emotional tale of love. As three homosexual men fight for survival in the face of persecution. Tickets $25 to $35. Thursdays, comma, on a night for 10% off. Runtime, two hours with intermission. Warning, adult content and language, obviously. Put the material. Uh, there's going to be some uh, partial nudity, violence, strobe lighting, and simulated gunfire. Suggested 18 years of aging up. Link straight to the box office. will be in the show notes. Maui On Stage continues their run of the Rocky Horror Show featuring Eric Gilliam as Dr. Frankenfutter. Tickets disappear quickly, so get them before the FOMO hits you. Show continues until the end of the month, and it will only get harder to get tickets as we get close to the Halloween. So act now and buy the whole theater for your family and work and show some love to the arts and our great performers here on Maui. Speaking of Halloween. Lahaina Cannery will be hosting their annual spooktacular Halloween event October 29th from 3 to 6 p.m. It will feature balloon twisting, cakey crafts, trick-or-treating, and more. All right. On to what's going on. So, Mount Council approved resolution to acquire 45 acres of A&B lands. Now, the council's approval enables the establishment of a North Shore Preservation Zone uh, Baldwin Beach, Baby Beach, four acres of shoreline, Mama's Fish House, Whole Keeper. Other acquisitions include lands adjacent, Hall of Hall Park, uh, Rainbow Park, uh, some roadway parcels on Derry Road. Even looks like they, they marked Maliko Gulch on the map. I mean, step in the right direction, to say the least. I can definitely tell you after personally testing the water at Maliko Gulch while on location scout that the Water down there is scary, guys. I, I've tested a lot of water in my time, and I, I have never seen the level of radioactive yellow that the test tube turned to tell me how egregiously uh, unsafe that water is in the gulch. You shouldn't be swimming in it, fishing near it. <laughs> Hopefully these preservation efforts will help nurse it back to health and make it more livable down there for folks. I don't think that uh, A and B really thought about, like, runoff systems or anything. I mean, they really are part of the blame when it comes to like how the water gets managed and where it goes to where the runoff systems are i mean if they say they want to own it they gotta own the duty that they made and i mean i don't know how often any of y'all go down there and visit that territory but it's uh yeah no i it's a beautiful spot don't get me wrong in that aspect beautiful spot sovereign land beautiful people but like dude <laughs> that water that water that water that water 
save that water. But I digress. And there's only space for so many deep, dark holes to take our minds down to today because, you know, on a slow news week, I try to think about, like, what could we be talking about as a community and not just, like, the greatest hits of the the sitting news? Because, you know what, I mean, we are pretty green acres out of here. It's small town enough to be, like, we know what the real problems are together. So what's the conversation? So, uh, you know, on the weeks that I don't have guests, uh, I think a conversation is uh, in mind for uh, for our uh, Maui broadcast. So uh, with that, I'd really like to talk to you about an interesting thing that's like, I mean, I feel it's affecting Maui. It affects Hawaii a lot. Um, it's It's something that's been spilling over from the continent that really, like, took, you know, social media by storm. But, like, I think we need to have this conversation. And so, like... What I'm talking about here is truth by repetition. And, you know, you might be wondering what that means. You know, we're going to talk about this. And what you really got to understand, there's a lot of stuff that comes out of people's mouths right now, especially, like, in the post-truth era in an election season where uh, we're dealing with a lot of folks who just repeat talking points from talking heads and you're like, whoa, but Kavik's, you're a talking head too. And I'm like, yes, I'm very well aware of that. And even I, even I am subject to this at times. Even I have made mistakes of repeating things that should not have been repeated only to have to redact it later like any other source of commentary or news, um, which some other shows should be doing, guys. <laughs> you got to recognize when you get it wrong. So, you know, so really... What is truth by repetition? You know, the more often you hear a particular statement, the more likely you are to accept that statement as being true. This process is truth by repetition. Now, researchers still don't completely know why it occurs, but it could be that it has something to do with the processing of fluency on a subject. Now, our brains, you know, and how easily they process things we've already heard, you know, so before comparing it to things we have not and thereby mistaking the familiar for legitimate so it's like you don't know enough about something and then somebody goes blah 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 and you're like oh well yeah figures because i don't know you just agree because you don't want to feel stupid so it was assumed that truth by repetition only works on things unknown to the person however recent studies are suggesting that the truth value of a statement doesn't need to be very high to begin with. They even found that truth by repetition applied to statements that contradicted prior knowledge, which this then explains the growing relationship between truth by repetition and fake news headlines shared on social media. One academic study even asked participants to judge repeated statements as more true or less false compared to unrepeated ones. And they found that people started giving credence to statements as highly implausible as, like, the Earth is square, or Benjamin Franklin lived 150 years, just after repeating it five times. That's nuts. You only got to repeat it, like, well, and then that explains as why, like, man, like, Flat Earth Dave. Like, how, to, how, to, <laughs> how many times did someone have to say the Earth was flat to him before he just went, okay, you know? I mean, that's, that's nuts. I mean, this, the more that we understand 
the psychology of like gaslighting a lie into truth because I really feel that that's what this is in its eventuality. So, I mean, the study concluded that even a limited number of repetitions can alter uh, the truth of highly implausible statements. You know, and now you're asking, why, why does this apply to us on Maui? And I tell you, we've got a huge rhino problem in the form of carpetbagger politics invading our election system with toxic conspiracy and fraud. For those of you that don't know what a rhino is, it's a Republican in name only. And quite frankly, I feel that that applies to those invading with their Trump-publican mulligator politics because, you know, it really didn't become much of a problem until his version of politics invaded the Republican Party. I mean, it was pretty wonky before. I mean, Nixonian politics were bad. Reagan politics are terrible, you know, and I find that that's really what it is. The, the GOP's failures have really rested on, like, turning one person into, like, an author- authoritarian dictator, you know. It, it, it just... It's it's weird. It's weird for, for a party so hell-bent on freedom and do what you will, we flipped the script and turned into a party of yes master, and it's really freaking weird. You know, they've repeated countless things that are unequivocally false, using puppet candidates to tear apart our existing local politics in order to turn us back into a colonial de facto state. I mean, look look at all these people that show up for them. None of them, like, none of them are people who have been active in the community, you know, you don't even have to just be active in politics. I'm saying the community. So if you want to pull that whole, like, I'm not a politician. Well, guess what? You know, it starts with the community. And were you there? No. Are we just sitting in your house ready to be activated by something stupid as you saw on TikTok? Now, I'm not saying there's no hope for Republicans on Maui. We just need to be observant of who our allies are and consider the value of compromise in relation to local politics, especially when local politics are meant to be nonpartisan. So we should be checking our red and blue suits at the door when we show up to dinner for politics in our county. We also need to be weary of surrounding ourselves in an echo chamber, lest we end up a confused mess like some of these newly turned MAGA candidates, most of which fit the bill for being mentally inept enough to succumb to five minutes of lies and in turn make them a year's worth of political talking points. I mean, I'm all I mean... I'm all for conservative politics until it starts using conservatism as a scapegoat to enact ignorance, religion, racism, unethical business practices, etc. at all. And sadly, it seems like that's all the GOP is currently, as the sensationalism stoked by truth by repetition campaigns from the far right take hold across the continent. I mean, luckily we've gotten an echo chamber of aloha to protect us, but in this day and age, it may not be enough, so... We must be vigilant in that regard, especially since it's even taking over fringe elements of the Democratic Party and causing them to flip like Tulsi Gabbard did. I mean, ask yourself, how many folks you know went into their house cave during the pandemic and came out a conspiracy weirdo that either flipped their politics or over-radicalized so much that you didn't recognize them anymore? Hey, too many on my end, friend. Just too many. But what do we do about it? I mean, lead by example... Change occur, hope that real truth can overcome the obstacle of the era of manipulation of truth and media. I mean, that's a start. But we can also start by reading three different sources or more daily. With with all the information in the world, it's a shame to waste your time reading just one outlet. Get yourself an aggregator that pulls all those papers into one feed free from social media. Me, personally, I, I'm tuned into over 100 different papers every week. And let me tell you, it really helps to keep a better perspective 
makes me research more. Also helps me discern what isn't real news, and in most cases, is actually a clickbait headline with a list of whatabouts. The only person that can protect you from misinformation and disinformation is you. I mean, I can shame you all day in every comment thread. But, as we come to know, shame only makes the modern human double down. So, I find it's best to spend your time appealing to those on the brink, on the edge of decision, and help the world move forwards in its hopes that the stragglers will catch on or just get weeded out. But, we shall see how, if anything, this will affect the polls in November. Voter turnout was clear. So if you didn't like any of the outcomes, it falls on you to vote or encourage your neighbors to vote. Numbers don't lie. No matter how hard anybody wants to refute otherwise, there's, there's no conspiracy, kids. Just voter apathy. And most of these Trump Republicans didn't get a vote because, one, Hawaii is a historically Democrat state, which feel free to encounter me personally and ask me how to change that. Hint, it involves going third party. And, and two, they were selling themselves in the Internet and not Hawaii. The Internet is a huge place. Population of our fair little land is but a speck in consideration of the population of the whole Internet. And our silly little Republicans kept pandering for likes instead of votes. Case in point, BJ Penn. How much of his following is international because of his career in MMA? How many, how many followers on the continent? And then how many followers in Hawaii that can actually vote for him? I mean, he got pumped up and catalyzed by an audience that was never going to vote for him because they couldn't, and then blamed a conspiracy instead of looking at his audience stats. I mean, what's more is how many followers did he gift unto other candidates because he bumped them in his feet? I mean, this could have caused disillusionment in many candidates connected to him on multiple islands. I mean, I bet you a simple hundo that if I opened a hood on his data more than I already have, we'd see neckbeards in Arkansas, Joe Rogan followers in Las Vegas, and a bunch of crazy uncles back in Manila. And they easily outnumber his Hawaiian voter fan base. Far right needs to either get their act together or bugger off. That's simple. Because I'm tired of being associated as a member of the GOP with candidates that don't know what we really need or even know what we care about. I mean... You've got to agree one of the biggest reasons folks didn't vote for Penn, Tim Foyle had a son, was how he talked to everyone. I mean, he seemed like Eeyore moping into my Instagram reels. Hey, everybody, I'm BJ Penn. Thanks for noticing. But first, let me tell you all my conspiracies, because I got no answers. Outside of saying I'm going to hire a great team. Bro. If you want to be a leader of the people, you're going to need a little more hype in your voice than that. <laughs> also, I have a better answer than the classic Trump. We're going to make great tea, but it's going to be huge. Just wait see. Oh, man. No, bro, that's not how that works. We're, we're supposed to vote for you if we haven't heard any real policy. I don't care if you think you're not a politician. But guess what? The second you stepped in the arena, you are now. I wouldn't be dumb enough to call myself an MMA fighter and use podcaster as my title in the arena, hoping the MMA crowd would take me seriously. So why would anyone take you seriously if you use that I'm no politician shtick? It's outdated and outplayed, man. And on that note, before I blow blood vessel, we're going to stop right there. Because uh, I've, I've definitely given you enough to talk about till next week to... Um, we're going to be back next week on the Maui Weekly. 
Uh, hopefully, got some guests tuned in now that my schedule is fixed. Uh, and then some more regular guests rolling out from that. But until then, I'll be back Wednesday with World News, Friday with the entertainment. Mahalo for joining me today. And please register to vote. Aloha. <laughs> Rabbit Holes is a Manavakal production. This episode was produced by Kavika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.